0: You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News.
1: Well, greetings once again from Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com. It's Friday, July the 12th, 2019, and this is your Weekly Wrap-Up. As usual, I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and as usual, joining me is Eric Sprott himself. Eric, good morning.
0: Craig, good morning. I'm sort of sitting here with a little byline, and I think the byline I'm going to have for this week is we're, we're blessed with stupidity.
1: Ooh, I like that. Okay.
0: Ooh, where do you think that'll take us? Yeah,
1: I like it. Well, let's <laughs> get, get right into it. Before, before we start, of course, we've got to remind everybody that as long as prices stay down, particularly in silver, that means you should be adding some, even if that means your dollar-cost averaging to your average price. Sprottmoney.com is the place you want to do that, and the Sprott Super Summer Sale continues through the month of July go to sproutmoney.com check out the website go to the deals tab and you will find all kinds of deals there and also all the information on the super summer sale again sproutmoney.com or 888-861-0775 Eric lay it on me I like the theme of this call what uh, what do you have for us
0: Well I mean I'm more referring to the central bankers and and when I Listen to what Mr. Draghi had to say the minutes of their last meeting came out. I mean, I'm just, I'm stunned in a way that, you know, here, here we have put up with central banks saying, well, we're going to print money, we're going to go to zero interest rates, and it will be the antidote to everything. We'll have wonderful, wonderful economies. And here we are. We don't have a wonderful economy. I'm thinking of Europe in particular here. We don't have a wonderful economy. We got negative interest rates. And what does Mr. Draghi say? Well, we're going to cut rates. And we're going to print more money. Well, you know, it didn't work the last time. Well, why do you think that it's going to work this time? Isn't that sort of the definition of stupidity? Uh, insanity. Insanity almost, you know, repeating the same thing and thinking it's going to work. And, of course, we it looks like we have the same kind of thesis working at the Fed, where it seems more and more obvious that uh, it, we're really trying to support the banking system and the stock market, I believe, Okay. And um, therefore, everything we do ends up being stupid for the economy, and, and you know we're, we're, it's going to lead to a great fall one day. When you know you you can I I don't even know what happens when interest rates go deeper in Europe. I mean they're already what minus 0.4 for a German bond, and yeah, how long do people sit there and and own the credit assets with a negative return? They're, you know they're going to think about buying something tangible. Tangible, whether it's gold or wine or something that would, would hold its value rather than lose money. So we're kind of blessed by the stupidity. And uh, we have this uh, looming uh, thing that might be happening where, from the U.S. perspective, they think they're, they're in a currency war, which uh, President Trump is suggesting, you know, we should maybe even get involved in the markets to take the dollar down a little I noticed that uh, Judy Shelton, the new nominee for the Fed, uh, who was a gold supporter, but one of her thoughts was she was asked whether she would favor cutting rates. She said, yes, we have to cut rates because everyone else is cutting rates, and we don't want our currency to be too strong. So this is kind of getting a little pervasive here that everyone's trying to get their currency weak. And of course, you know, with all weak currencies, that stupidity will lead to higher gold prices. So I think we're in uh, we're in pretty good shape from the uh people running the money machines perspective.
1: Yeah, I mean, prices held in there so well after being contained below 1350 for 6 years. You know, we broke out uh almost a month ago and have spent the better part of the last month above 1400 um without a really serious pullback. Uh, does that do you find that interesting as well, Eric?
0: Well, I do. And and the pullbacks, I mean, there's some, like, I couldn't believe the pullback yesterday when they said, well, inflation was up 0.1, uh, which is higher than the 0.0 they expected, and so they hammered gold. I mean, I've just never seen anything so yeah. preposterous in my life, okay? You're telling me that 1.2% inflation uh, is, is suggesting that the Fed won't cut? <laughs> Come on. And it's, of course, it's the commercials trying to ramp it down. Right. And normally, what we're finding is they find they ramp it down, you know, take it down ten bucks, and then slowly but surely, it kind of winds its way back up there. And of course, with every comment by a central banker, uh, they all seem to be uh, pro gold. So, and and even when you get the politicians involved, uh, President Trump, that's pro gold. So, we had a lot uh, a lot of things that should work. And I think when you think about the tsunami that's happening in the, in the negative interest rates, yeah, it's going to lead to a very high gold price. I think this is just the start here. You know, we can have targets much much higher than here, and the opportunities that are going to present themselves that are presenting themselves amongst the mining shares and owning the metal products are uh, are quite stunning. So you don't want to be uh, don't want to be missing it. A-
1: Just a couple of other fundamental factors, because so much of the focus is on the Fed and and the ECB and and on all of that jazz. But, Eric, how about the news out of Poland this week about all of the gold they're buying, the the funds that are flowing into gold ETFs? And then yesterday we just got numbers about the U.S. budget deficit on pace to go well over a trillion dollars in this fiscal year that will wrap up at the end of September. Uh, Just any thoughts on other factors that you're seeing?
0: Sure. Well, I mean, I think the Polish thing was incredible. I mean, out of nowhere, they say, oh, yeah, by the way, we bought 100 tons in the first half of this year. Well, you know, 100 tons is not a little bit of gold. <laughs> yeah. That's probably more than the Russians bought in the, uh, in the first half of the year at uh, yep. 15 tons a month, which is 90 tons in, in six months. And the, po- the Polish people bought 100 tons. And they announced they also had purchased some late in eighteen uh, that they hadn't reported yet. And the fact that these uh, these new central banks keep coming into uh, the gold market—the India last year, Poland, Hungary, uh, Kyrgyzstan, Kazakhstan, Russia, China—you know what? There's a message there. <laughs> yeah. There's a message there that they prefer hard current hard currencies to fiat currencies, mm-hmm. and. And once we, the public, get on board here and the institutions and so on, and they, even the institutions are, I think we bought 127 tons in the ETFs in the month of June. You know, there's only uh, about 200 tons mined in the free world per month. So you, you, can't, you can't sustain 127 tons in ETFs and think you're not going to have a shortage and that the price is going to stay here. And the price, the only reason the price could possibly stay here is because because the shorts, the commercial shorts, just keep increasing their short position, which is what they've done. And uh, it's, it's a question now whether they're going to be overrun by the physical buying. And every time you hear you know, any comment from some monetary authority, it just leads you to the same conclusion. You've got to own precious metals.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, As we always say on my side, if these countries are taking their dollar reserves and buying physical metal with it, especially gold... Uh, shouldn't every individual person with dollar reserves or any yeah. fiat currency
0: reserves be doing the same? Right. And imagine if Poland instead of buying gold had bought silver. Oh my gosh, that would have turned the silver market right on its <laughs> ear. That one purchase, okay, one buy order over one yeah. buy order, and and it, it's over.
1: Isn't it funny to think too? They they bought a hundred metric tons in London. So you know that that just means they shuffled some money or some gold pallets back and forth across the blue line in the vault. But now Poland says they want that gold. That ought to be an adventure too. Yeah.
0: I think I'd like to actually see the gold this time. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's another element that's happened in the last few years. In fact, when I think about central banks, I think they used to sell uh, something like 600 tons a year. Uh, About seven or eight years ago, now they're buying 600 tons. Think about the the dynamics of that. A 1,200 ton a year change in a 4,000 ton a year market. 1,200. Yeah. They're buying 30% of all the gold, 30% more than they were 10 years ago. How can the gold price not go up?
1: Yeah. It's all part of of the uh, uh, alchemic magic, let's call it that, of the the bankers. Uh, Eric, I I do want to, before we get to some of the miners this week, I do want to get your opinion where a lot of folks are noticing uh, Bitcoin has been rallying. Not so much maybe what they call the altcoins, the smaller ones, but Bitcoin's been going up and then getting smashed back and then going up again. There's been a big campaign out there about, uh, they call it drop gold. I guess urging millennials maybe uh, to to go in the direction of Bitcoin rather than gold as they go through life. I'm you know it's it's an interesting idea I guess, but I would sure think there's room for both. What what are your thoughts on Bitcoin versus gold?
0: Well, you know it's tough enough on millennials already, right? But to give them that kind of advice, (laughs) that's just adding insult to injury. Okay, and I hope they don't follow it. By the way, I mean my view on Bitcoin is that it's it's not a real thing. God forbid you lose your code and you can't get the stuff, and there's no way of getting 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 access to it. Uh, But I just don't believe in it. I don't believe that something up in the cloud or digital or whatever um, has value. Uh, I don't know how well it's being accepted in stores or whether I've, I've heard it takes a long time to even do a transaction. For goodness sake, so I'm look. Luckily, I'm not a millennial. And uh, so I don't have to follow that advice, and I never will. And I would certainly urge others not to. I think the story of gold could be very, very dynamic here for the next five years and will make uh, an oppression every bit is equal to the rise in uh, Bitcoin. But you know what? When you finally say you want to get out, you can touch it and own it and feel it, and you're, you're in control of the whole thing. So I'm... I'm uh, I am not. I don't think anybody should be dropping gold here. In fact, totally the opposite.
1: Yeah. All right. Lastly, Eric, let's talk about a couple of stocks that we, we often discuss on these weekly wrap-up programs, the earnings release and some news out of sure. Kirkland Lake this week. And I know you yeah. want to touch on Wallbridge as well.
0: Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, I I said I, I was at least a couple of times I'm looking for silver plays, okay? And I am. Uh, and I don't have anything to report yet, but... You know, I'm hot on the trail here, and I think silver will just explode one day. Uh la, you know, Poland comes in and puts their $30 billion into silver. Uh, excuse me, that's $2 billion ounces. That's over. Uh, and, and anybody could do it. Maybe the Bank of uh, Mexico that's the big silver producer would step in and buy something like that, which that's is not even a lot of money, by the way. Uh, so I think silver is going to explode here. We have a very strange setup in the... Um, commitment of traders that they're short like a billion one ounces or so. So uh, I'm looking for something. I don't have any report on that. Um, in terms of Kirkland report of their quarter, it was uh, probably a little disappointing for sure that the production out of the Makassa mine went from, I think it was 77,000 ounces last quarter to 49,000 ounces this quarter. Uh, it was suggested that they had some water issues in the mine because of the, the significant rains that happened up there and that it affected uh, one of their um, loading pockets. Uh, They have suggested that the the production should be normal moving into the uh, third and fourth quarter. And, of course, Fosterville did incredibly well, and we could be moving into some serious production improvements in Fosterville in the third and fourth quarter, which is what the company stated all along. And it's just a matter of moving into... You know you go from twenty gram to forty gram or you double your production or go from forty to sixty yeah. it goes up by fifty percent, so we know the golds there we know the grade of the gold is just a matter of getting into it and and they've suggested that they'll be getting to it this these two quarters, so that should be quite exciting uh, in the case of Walbridge, they brought out another um, exploration result. I always find their exploration uh, releases. Uh, they take a lot of work because there's a lot of, a lot of pictures to go through and I'm trying to understand what's really what's really happening there. And, and of course it's it's great. It's complicated because it keeps getting bigger and more complicated. And by more complicated, I mean, for example, they used to have a, um, the strike of these zones was uh, sort of northwest southeast. Now we got zones that are almost going um, west to east. A whole set of new zones that they're saying control the high grade. And I'm looking at some of the uh, potential intersections that they have on these zones that strike in the new direction, and there's a lot of visible gold showing on the, uh, on the uh, figures that they have there, and these are all holes that haven't been reported. And as you look at these holes that haven't been reported, and you're looking at where they're showing they have the visible gold, there, there could be some stunning news releases. One of those holes they said had 940 meters, almost uh, totally endowed with gold mineralization. They didn't say the grade. We don't know the grade, but that is like incredibly long. And uh, we have those holes to wait for. I would encourage people to look at the news release, look at the diagram of uh, of the coverage of the holes and the areas that, that it goes over. I mean, we could be talking about a very, very large resource here. So I'm still very keen on it. I'm very much looking forward to these, uh, some of these holes coming out that we're, we're, where we know they have visible gold, but we don't have the results yet. So it all looks good on that front. They even uh, said they had a, a new set. They, they got gold in sediment, which is brand new. They said that they, they found gold in the gabbro down at 600 meters, which is new. Like it just, pretty well everything is kind of confirming, uh, major development here in this. This particular deposit.
1: That's exciting. That's very exciting. And Eric, I had somebody ask me this week: when a when a Canadian mining company sells its metal, do they sell it in dollars? They sell it in Canadian dollars? Can they pick? How does that work?
0: Yeah. Well, of course they can choose. Um, Probably most big companies would sell it in U.S. dollars because they report in U.S. dollars. So, Mm. for example, Mm -hmm. Kirkland Lake reports in U.S. dollars. So. You know, unless you needed some for Canadian pay and stuff like that, you'd probably take U.S. dollars because you don't want to have to trade your dollars back and forth all the time because of the cost of trading. But uh, so most of the big companies would report would uh, take it in the U.S. I would say a smaller company uh, that didn't have U.S. obligations who was reporting in Canadian dollars would probably just keep it in Canadian dollars. But it's entirely up to them. Uh, but most of the big guys report in U.S. now, so. They would uh, they would do um, sell it in U.S. dollars. That
1: makes a lot of sense. Hey, before we go, I just want to remind everybody that a monthly feature we have at Sprott Money is our Ask the Expert series. This month's segment will be recorded next week and it'll be with uh, former Fed official Danielle DiMartino Booth. Thanks to everybody at Sprott, all the Sprott Money customers, everybody online that has already sent in questions this month, but there's still time to do it. You can just tweet it questions at us you can email us questions if you have it uh for again for danielle Martino booth we're going to record that next week and we'll try to answer as many of your questions as possible eric hopefully we can answer some questions over the yeah. next couple of weeks as well it's going to be uh, an interesting run-up to this next fed meeting and yeah. it's going to be a very interesting uh, remainder of the month the remainder of the year
0: should be fun i should probably warn all our listeners That I may go and buy all the Sprott Money silver before they get a chance.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Temporarily out of stock is what it'll say.
0: You got it. (laughs) You can blame me. (laughs) All
1: right, my friend. Thank you for your time this morning. I hope you have a great weekend.
0: Okay. You have a good one too, Craig.
1: And from all of us at Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. And we'll talk to you next Friday.